Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Hey, you hear that? That's what home field sounds like. It's how you know it's time to go for the win. Gambet DC is your home field advantage for sports betting. Bet from almost anywhere in DC with an easy to use app and convenient betting locations district wide. Online, in app, or in person. Get the home field advantage with Gambet DC. Must be 18 or older to bet. Please play responsibly. Welcome to MLB Injury Insight, a podcast from Fantrax and Fantrax HQ featuring Doctor of Physical Therapy Nick Savale. Providing you all you need to know about injuries, player timelines, and more, so that you can make informed decisions in your fantasy leagues. Now, here's your host, Dr. Nick Savali. Hello, and welcome into another episode of MLB Injury Insight here with Nick Savali, physical therapist. I want to dedicate today's entire episode towards Eloy Jimenez. One of the game's brightest young stars coming up a few years ago. He's had a couple years in a row with pretty significant injuries, including a torn pectoral muscle last year, spring training, and this year early in the season in April, a torn right hamstring tendon down at the knee. And I'm going to talk a lot about the hamstrings today and how it affects a player while they are playing the game a lot of us can conclude pretty uh, pretty easily that it's going to limit the ability to run at full speed when the hamstring is injured. But I want to talk specifically about the swing, particularly the swing of right-handed hitter having injured his right hamstring. So this is something that Eloy has been dealing with for a while now in his rehab assignments down in AAA. And uh, it's been reported that he's going to come up at some point this week and join the Chicago White Sox. So I'll be looking out for two very specific indicators to see and formulate an opinion on whether or not that hamstring is ready, whether it's fully healed, and uh, just how just how, how much he's got his swing back to what it used to be. I've also got an article coming out on this very topic on Fantrax HQ. And you'll see that coming up on the Twitter feed. A lot of the details described in this podcast today will be seen in that article if you want the hard copy in front of you. But we're going to start with that first of the two factors that I'll be looking at early on in Eloy's return to the major leagues. And it's going to be something that's a little bit hard to analyze statistically because there isn't really much video evidence that will help us out. But I'm talking about the height of Eloy's right knee during his swing at the point in which he makes contact with the ball or at the point in which he swings and misses but the ball is level with his bat. So the reason I'm looking at that is because when the hamstring co-contracts with the quadriceps muscle and that is the hamstring being the back of your thigh, the quadriceps being the front of your thigh, 
these two muscles have to work together in a, an extremely coordinated fashion to replicate the same swing over and over depending on the pitch speed and location and all these other factors that can throw you off. You look at somebody like Mike Trout or Vlad Guerrero Jr. and their swing looks almost the same. Their body position looks almost the same every time they make contact with the ball. So what I'll be doing early on in the return from Eloy is taking a look at video from 2019, 2020, and watching his back knee and comparing it to what it looks like over the next few weeks. If that back knee is a little bit higher up and it doesn't quite drop as much as it used to, what that tells me is he doesn't have the same amount of strength or maybe he doesn't have the right coordination to replicate the swing that won him a silver slugger in 2020 or got him in top five rookie of the year in 2019 or made him the fourth overall top prospect in 2018. That's the swing that got him the status at which we all think of him today as one of the game's potential top right-handed hitters. So that's something I'll be looking for is, is the height of that right knee, is it really dropping? Is it allowing him to drive the momentum he creates from the back foot over to the front foot? If you see him standing up a little taller at the point of contact and that back knee not driving down low, getting closer to the ground, that tells me he doesn't have that much confidence in that hamstring yet. It, part of it could be he's just shaking off the rust, but having been somebody who's dealt with a couple partial hamstring tears on the right leg as a right-handed hitter, you know, even the grind of a 55-game college season, that becomes extremely daunting, and it, it creates doubts in your mind. When you go to swing, if you have a fastball inside that you know you need to turn on, and it's tailing into you and you really have to get the bat around, that's where I saw the most limitation as a hitter. I could not drive through that back leg as quickly and aggressively. There was that shadow of a doubt in my back of my mind, and it slowed down the swing pretty significantly, especially on those inside pitches. And that was the biggest change I saw from pre-injury to post-injury, was turning on that inside pitch. So... If Eloy struggles with the inside fastball and his knee isn't dropping, that's a sign to me that say, that's saying he's not 100%. So I'll be looking out for that. And I'll also add to that the hamstring strain slash hamstring tear, partial tear. Of all the injuries I've ever dealt with on the baseball field, that has been the most debilitating because of what I just described. It so significantly affects your swing even just the mindset going into it. And you start thinking, I hope he doesn't pitch me up and in because I can't turn on this. And that affects everything about your approach at the plate, and it really stinks. And if that is something that's affecting Eloy, it's going to show up in his numbers. Uh, the other thing I'm going to be looking out for with Eloy is something that's a little bit easier to find in the hard data and the StatCast data and that's going to be his launch angle. Not exactly just the overall number of the launch angle, because you could hit 10 fly balls and 10 worm burners and could come out to a 12% launch angle, and that looks good. But what I'm looking at is the overall range and the frequency at which he is hitting balls straight up in the air or straight down to the ground. And it kind of comes back to the same thing. 
when you have the inability to get your lower half set, your upper half, your hands, your shoulders, your arms have to provide more power. And you start to see more erratic launch angles because you really just don't square up the ball well when you're relying on your shoulders and your arms and your hands to provide the power that the legs are supposed to. And this is something I talked about uh, a couple of years back with uh, Matt Chapman. When he coming off that hip surgery and not driving through his hips as successfully and as explosively as he was, he started out that 2021 season, I think, with just absurd launch angle numbers, a wide range, popping the ball straight up, hitting it straight into the ground. There was not very much consistency, and this was right after coming off that hip surgery after the 2020 season, I believe, and it, it started to even out over time, and now he is looking more like the hitter he was going back a few years before the surgery. So I'll be looking at those two things specifically, the height of the right knee at the point of contact for Eli, and also the consistency at which he is hitting the ball in that you know, 5 to 18, 19 degree launch angle. Is it something that he is just hitting a bunch of fly balls and a bunch of ground balls and it's averaging out to look nice? Or is he consistently getting that ball in the in the 5 to, to 18 or 19 range? I'd like to see him hitting some line drives. And if he starts turning on those inside fastballs, if his knee is hit, dropping, looking like it did a few years back, if he's hitting line drives, uh, I'm not going to be as worried about him. But that those are the, the top three things I'm kind of looking out for and uh, making sure that he's doing right before I go and invest in him. If he's somebody who's already on your team and it's a dynasty league, don't, don't expect the world from him this year. It's two straight years of pretty massive injuries. I wouldn't be shocked if he looks terrible to start off, and he's got enough natural talent that maybe he can make up for it. Um, but if, again, if you're that situation, dynasty league, keeper league, and he's one of your better keepers, if he just ends the year with a consistent swing and you look at just that back knee and you see that it's consistent every swing, his, his positioning when he makes contact with the ball is fairly replicable, I'm going to be probably higher on him than most going into 2023 because that's the type of change that if you can make that by the end of the season and be consistent with it, his natural talent's going to take over going into next year, and he's going to he's going to come out like a cannon next year as long as he can stay healthy. So those are my thoughts on Eloy Jimenez. Excited to see him come back. Watch out for those few factors. It can help you make decisions on whether or not to start or sit him, try to trade him for value, try to... Try to uh, buy low on him um, and hit me up with any questions to follow up or if there's any other players you want to hear uh, highlighted on the pod and that is at nicosiva1 on twitter n-i-c-o-c-i-v-a and the number one everybody have a good day and uh, let's hope Eloy comes back strong
Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.